I'm going to start out today's episode with a story. Logan is a man in his 30s. Logan was born to parents whose marriage was not very good. Neither of them wanted to look at their unsavory personal truths or at their own dysfunction, so instead, they focused on what was wrong with Logan. For example, when his father didn't feel inclined to dedicate any quality time to Logan and spend time in his garage working on cars instead, instead of seeing that the issue was his lack of desire to show up as a father, he made Logan the problem for being needy of his time and attention. And when Logan's dad would get explosively angry at him, his mother would make excuses for it and tell Logan he had to change so as to not make his father upset. Instead of seeing the issue was her own relationship insecurities and how they led to chronic conflict aversion and enabling of really destructive behavior in her husband, she made Logan the problem for not tiptoeing around his father and not preventing family conflict. Logan became the family problem. As a result, his self-concept went to the trash can. He saw himself as inherently bad, and because he couldn't seem to change that about himself, he spent his life torn between really wanting to be light and good, but at the same time embracing his darkness and badness as if that were the truth of who he was. He fell into the only crowd he related to. He covered his body in dark and aggressive tattoos. He spent his time listening to heavy metal music. He hung out every day at a grungy motorcycle repair shop. He got into fights regularly, and he got addicted to meth. Logan made an appearance one day in his 20s at a family camping trip. When he showed up, everything was okay-ish for about an hour before, sure enough, Logan's father started criticizing his life choices. Now, this whole conflict escalated until the two of them were yet again in another yelling match. The argument got so incredibly heated that Logan's father jumped into his caravan to drive off. Everyone was so focused on the intensity of that conflict that nobody noticed that Logan's two-year-old niece Josie was playing in puddles behind the back of that caravan. So when Logan's father went to peel out and disappear on the whole scene, he ran right over his own granddaughter. They performed CPR and mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, but when the EMTs arrived, she was pronounced dead on the scene. Needless to say, this tragedy ripped this family even further apart. And Logan went into resistance to the past. I mean, all of it. His resistance to what had happened became an absolute obsession. He obsessed over what he should have done differently as a child and in his teens, and on that day his niece died. He obsessed over how the family should have been different and what every person should have done differently. The sense that something needed to have been different about the past filled him with a desperate need to change the past. He fantasized about a different life he could have had. Any time he would communicate with his family, he would get furious at them for things they had done. He could not accept that what happened in his life had actually happened, and that it could not be undone. As a result, he grew more and more unwell on a physical, mental, and emotional level. And all he experienced was utter powerlessness. Logan increased his use of drugs to try to mitigate that pain. When something unwanted happens, especially when that unwanted thing alters life in a way that a person interprets as really bad. People automatically go into resistance to what is and what was. Instead of accepting it, they go into an automatic fight against what cannot be undone. All of this leads to an obsession on a mental, emotional, and physical level 
with trying to change what has already happened. It decreases health on all of these levels. It leads to a desperate fury. It leads to denial. It leads to slipping into protector personalities. It leads to depression. It leads to confusion. It leads to bargaining. Acceptance does not mean that you're okay with something. It also doesn't mean that you approve of something. All it means is that instead of pushing against something, you're going to let it in or own it. So as to recognize it as real or valid. The problem with pushing against anything that has already happened is that it is wasted energy. It is completely futile. No energy that you ever put into trying to alter what has already occurred is going to amount to any results whatsoever. What it does is keep you fixated on what was, powerlessly struggling against something that cannot be changed, instead of pivoting and refocusing all your energy on what can I do from where I am with what I have right now. Also, when we're pushing against the past, we slip into this pattern where we often expect somebody to change something about what was. And this puts them in a state of desperate powerlessness as well. Nobody can change something they already did or something that already happened. So we keep them in this powerlessness and make it so they cannot resolve anything with us because we're unwilling to accept. They can't change anything about what they did already. It's literally about what do I need them to do or want them to do right here and going forward. To stop pushing against the past, to accept it, and to instead focus your energies on what you need to do right now and going forward is one of the most difficult things to do ever. Why? Because it means we have to admit to things being true that we don't want to have be true. It means that we have to look at truths that honestly we don't feel like we have the capacity to look at. It means we have to swallow the fact that we've lost something and that it is gone. Or that something specifically that you wanted for your future will never be. Or to recognize that some things will never be the same going forward and in ways that you would never have wanted. Doing so seems to run up against the truth that you are a creator of your life experience and that you can prevent what you don't want and bring about what you want. But there is an empowerment to be found in accepting that what has happened has actually happened and that you can do nothing to change it. And so you must reorient yourself entirely towards what to do now and what to do going forward. In the face of that powerful level of simplicity, your actual empowerment is found. All you are left with is what do I do now and what do I do going forward to make things different and more like what I want them to be. All you are left with is the simplicity of what now. You're going to hear some people say that it does nothing to look back at what could have been differently. I actually disagree with this. There's immense value to be found in powerfully becoming aware <laughs> of exactly what you should have said differently or done differently, or what you needed somebody else to do or say differently. Essentially, the what should have been different. Why is there value? Because that powerfully points you towards what you want to do differently now and going forward, or what you need them to do differently now or going forward. It gives you a picture of what you want as opposed to what was unwanted. The what now is really your only access for genuine power. When you put your focus and your energy in the what now, 
that will actually lead to positive results and positive change. To use our previous example, Logan would have to begin by accepting a great many things. Things like the fact that his father did not actually want to be a father. Things like no matter what he did, he is not going to get that attention or that love that he wanted or needed from him and the reality that he had a terrible relationship with his father and still does. Realities like the fact that his mother is a complete codependent who cares a lot more about her own personal sense of peace and security in relationships than she does about her own son. He'll have to accept the fact that he had nobody there to protect him. He'll have to accept the fact that he was the family scapegoat. He'll have to accept the fact that because that was the only way to fit into his family system, he formed his entire identity potentially falsely around this idea of being the bad guy. So, does he really know who he is? He'll have to accept that his niece is dead. She is gone, she is not coming back, and that his conflict with his father is a big contributing factor in her death. He will have to accept that his childhood is gone. It's never coming back again. He's not going to be able to relive it. Logan would have to accept that what has happened thus far in his life has happened. It cannot be undone. He cannot go back and make it different. It is exactly how it is. So basically, his only access for power is to change things from right now. It's about how does he need to act differently himself in his life? What does he need to do and say differently? And what does he need, different from what he experienced, from the people in his life? What he has to accept is he has to let go of what was. This essentially means that Logan would then pour all of his focus, time, and energy into the what now. For example, he might become aware of what he needs from his father going forward and clearly communicate that to him. He may ask his father for the same thing in return. He might devote his focus to changing the way he sees himself and challenging the bad guy problem person narrative that he adopted and has been maintaining so far. He might deliberately seek out relationships with people who live a healthy lifestyle and who are into self-growth so that he's influenced to live a healthy lifestyle as well, and so that he can experience people looking at their own dysfunctions rather than simply avoiding that self-reflection by focusing on him being the only problem. He might decide to keep a picture of his niece in a locket as a reminder to try to understand what another person is really perceiving, feeling, and needing, and why, when a conflict occurs, rather than to simply slip into defense. He might make people aware to make sure they know where the kids are at all times, especially before moving any vehicle. He may use the completion process to go back and create a sense of resolve for what happened, as well as to become aware of what unmet needs he had then, that he can now meet from today forward. Notice when you are pushing against what happened or what is, as if all of your energy is going toward trying to make something that already happened unhappen, or be different. What do you need to accept? And once you accept it, what now? Where should your energy go now to make things more like how you know you want them to be? Use your awareness of what should have been different about the past. To pivot so that you can focus your energy and your time and everything else that you have within you towards how you want to behave differently. How you want to speak, how you want to act, what you want to do, what type of experiences you want to have. 
Let your awareness of what other people should have done differently make you aware and pivot towards how you want them to act and what you need from them going forward. Use your awareness about what was unwanted about what was to reorient yourself so that your focus, your time, and your energy on a mental, emotional, and physical level is dedicated towards what you would want to see instead for the now and for the future. Have a good weekend.